Hey there, I'm Tony Dean. Welcome to the next episode of the Dear Fat You Don't Own Me podcast. Why you must lose weight during the holidays if you want to reach your goals next year and three tips to help you do it. First of all, if you're going to have success during the holidays with losing weight, and I know you want to, but if you're going to, you have to get clear on the cycle. And you know what I mean by the cycle. Every year about this time, we start approaching the beginning of December, Thanksgiving is past, and we got about 30 days till the end of the year, and people start thinking, you know, seriously, I just want to eat when everybody's eating, and nobody can succeed during the holidays. Like, I'm just going to wait until the beginning of the year, and I'll start taking care of my health then. That's when I'll get really, really serious about this. And of course, the plan is to wait until January 1st, and you know what happens. You always have the best of intentions, but then January 1st happens, and then something else comes up. Your boss wants you to work more. Your Something happens in the world, like there's another war, or a war ends. I mean, if the war in Ukraine ends, the economy's probably going to start soaring. I mean, that's a good thing, but it creates another problem, because the thing is, now you probably have more work than you know what you need to do with. Something is going to happen. On January 1st, you will not wake up and get a call from your boss and say, hey, listen, you know what? We've been thinking about it. You do a really, really good job here. And what we're going to do is we're going to up your pay. We're going to lower your hours because you need some time for you. And everybody voted at the office and we want you to take care of yourself. It's never going to happen. The clouds are not going to open up. It's not going to be blue skies on January 1st. It actually might be. But the thing is, that has nothing to do with your weight loss. That moment is not going to come where it's easy. And if it was going to come, it would have already happened all these previous years. There's a reason we're waiting until January 1st didn't work last year and five years ago and 10 years ago. And for the people that have been trying to lose weight for decades, there's a reason it didn't work 20 and 30 years ago. It doesn't work. Procrastinating until a later day does not make you stronger at that later day. Procrastinating makes you better at procrastinating when that day comes, which is why five years and 10 years and 20 years disappears. And that's the cycle. So first of all, know the cycle, understand the cycle. Waiting until the next year is not the answer. And that's why the title of this podcast is that if you want to get to goal weight next year that you have to lose during the holidays because there's a whole bunch of obstacles that are going to happen after the holidays. They happen every year. There's other holidays that are coming. They happen every single year. If you make excuses now, when those challenges come, you'll make excuses then. On the other hand, if you use some of these tips, or maybe you end up joining our program and lose a bunch of weight, you're going to have success during this time. And then when the new year rolls around, what's going to happen is you'll already have momentum. You'll already be moving right in the right direction. You'll have already had some success. And instead of making excuses, then you'll be 30 or 20 or 15 days whenever you listen to this already on your way to learning to overcome obstacles because there are more coming next year. So that's the cycle. If you want to lose during this time, you have to stop waiting until the end of the cycle because it never comes. The new year does not make things easier. 
All right, so let's get to some tips that can help you. Now, I told you I was going to give you three, but I'm going to give you four instead. The first tip that you need if you're going to succeed during this time of the year, during the holiday season, is you have to stop trying to make people happy. Your friends, they're going to come to you and say, what? You're watching what you're eating during the holidays? That's crazy. What about all this good food? And you're going to want to accommodate them and say, oh, yeah, I know. You're right. I probably should wait until after January 1st. Or maybe you go to some event and it's a big event where they have uh, the whole family sitting around the table. And then you've decided that you're not going to eat what everybody's eating. You're going to eat what you wanted to eat, what's within your plan so that you get consistent and start losing weight week after week. Well, you may have somebody sitting at the table that is loud and obnoxious and maybe is even a jerk and says, what, is our food not good enough for you? Listen, it is not your job to make those people happy. It's not. It is your job to accomplish what you want in relation to your health. And as long as you are trying to make people happy, what's going to happen is you're just going to keep eating. If somebody doesn't want to support you because you're taking care of your health, that's their problem, not your problem. If you're going to make everybody happy, then you're going to be eating food nonstop and you're going to wonder why you can't lose weight even though you're exercising a lot. You can't worry about making people happy. If somebody doesn't want to support what you're doing, it doesn't make sense to care what they want. Stop trying to make people happy. Now, here's what you'll find. If you're the person that goes to an event, you're really committed to this. I mean, people on our program will lose, uh, I mean, 100 pounds. It's just like a normal thing now. Somebody will lose 100 pounds. Well, along the way, they'll go to an event. And somebody will say, hey, oh, my gosh, you're not going to eat this? I can't believe you're not going to eat this. We eat this every year. It's a tradition. And they will say, listen, I am really committed to what I'm doing. I've already lost some weight, and I'm going to get serious about it. And I'm not starting after the holidays or after the next event. No, I'm going to crush this right now. And what happens is initially they may get a little pushback from people that in the past they would try to pacify or make happy. But when you hold your ground, two things happen. Number one, those people figure it out. They do. And the next time you go to an event, because you held your ground this time, they don't hassle you the next time or the time after that because they know that you're committed. But then the coolest thing happens. Months from now, six months from now, maybe a year from now, depending on how much you have to lose, maybe longer if you have a couple hundred pounds to lose, whatever it is, you got 10 pounds to lose. You're going to eventually see those people at another event, and they're still going to be overweight telling people that they don't need to watch what they're doing. On the other hand, you will be thin and at goal weight. And when you learn to control your food, you have more flexibility and maintain depending on how you've lost your weight. On our plan, you have all kinds of flexibility and maintain. And what will happen is those people that used to try to sabotage you, those people that you used to try to pacify, those people will be the people that you inspire that end up doing what you did and having the same success. Over almost 20 years of doing this on our program, almost everybody comes to our program because they met somebody that's already succeeded. You inspire those people when you hold your ground even though in the moment it doesn't seem like they know what they're doing. It's not your job to accommodate your friends. It's not your job to accommodate your family. There is nothing to be embarrassed about when you are going to an event and you're not eating or you're eating something different. In a world where obesity is out of control, what should happen is people should get behind you in a second and say, yes, that's awesome. You're 
exercising more and eating better, that's great. Keep doing that because we need more people that are healthy so that we stop inspiring kids to go the wrong direction because we're all going the wrong direction. Don't be embarrassed. It doesn't matter what they think. Stop trying to make other people happy. Our plan is simple because it focuses on five principles. You follow those five principles. You can eat the foods you want. You will learn to get in control. And what will happen is you'll have success. And when somebody says, are you going to do this? You just say, no, this is what I'm doing. Number two, you have to forgive your past mistakes. You are human. Humans make mistakes all the time. Anybody that doesn't tells you that they don't make mistakes, they are lying. We all make mistakes. And the problem is, as we make these mistakes throughout our life, we let them define us. And then they become who we, who, who, who we are. So many people start our program and they'll say, you know, Tony, they'll say, like, I'm, I've just always been the fat girl. And I just kind of resigned to the fact that that's who I am. No, that's not who you are. Some people will say, well, you know, I'd love to lose some weight, but I'm just too old. At my age, it's just not realistic. Not true. None of these things are true. None of the mistakes of your past have defined you. You can lose all your weight if you're 85 years old and you can't move your legs. And I know this because people do it on our program every year. Your past mistakes do not define you. Forgive yourself for the mistakes that you've made in the past. Get a plan in front of you that makes sense, whether it's ours or some other one, something that really works and makes sense, and then commit to it all the way and let the past be the past. Number three, do you know what really sucks about dieting? This is what is just awful. Dieting is terrible because you can never stop doing it. You can't, not while you're losing weight. It's something that you have to pay attention to from sun up to sundown. And then when you go to bed at night, you're dreaming of cheesecake and cookies and all the stuff that maybe you're out of calories that, for the day that you can't eat. It's something that you have to pay attention to all day long. And so when people want to start losing weight, they don't want to look at their food and say, oh, you know what I got to do? I got to really be diligent with my food and know what I'm eating, get control of my calories. They don't want to do that because it's all day long. They want to do the easier thing, and that is they want to lose their weight and get fit by exercising. So this is number three. Stop thinking that you can exercise yourself thin. It's not a realistic scenario. You can exercise for hours and hours in a day. And the thing is, you can make up all those calories in 20 minutes by eating one piece of Cheesecake Factory at the Cheesecake Factory. You could make that up by eating a bag of M&Ms or a handful of of almonds. I mean, it's so easy to eat a thousand calories of almonds. You can do it with nothing and almonds are healthy. You can't exercise yourself thin. It's not realistic. Now, when I say you can't, you really probably can. Okay. But like you take a professional athlete, professional athletes will exercise five, six, seven, eight hours a day sometimes. Yeah. In that scenario, you probably could exercise yourself thin. But you're not going to do that and you shouldn't do that because you're going to end up with injuries. So if you're going to lose weight during the holidays, you have to do it with food. Now, you should be exercising. You absolutely should be doing 30 to 60 minutes of real vigorous exercise every single day. You should do that. We need exercise and you should be doing activity outside of that. So you should do your exercise. I don't know, maybe you do 45 minutes on the elliptical, assuming that your doctor thinks it's safe for you to do that. 
And then later on in the day, you take your dog for an hour walk. These are all things that you should be doing. You should have exercise. You should have activity. You should go out and work in the garage and work with wood, or you should go build something or clean something in your house or organize something. You should be active, but you're not going to exercise yourself then while you're losing unless you're going to be a professional athlete. So stop thinking that that's going to happen. You've got to get control of your food. You've got to learn how many calories you need and how to eat the foods that you want to eat while staying within that calorie range. Again, one of the things that we teach people to do on our program. All right, number four, you have to remove the regret that we have, or at least that we think that we're going to have. I should say this implied regret that you think that you're going to have when it's time to go to some event and they're serving some food that you love. We have this regret. We think, oh my gosh, like I don't want to do that. This is terrible because we always eat this food when we go to grandma's house and she came from the motherland and she makes this Polish meal that is the most delicious thing. And if I don't eat it this year, I'm going to regret it. Or everybody's going to some restaurant and you want to eat there so bad and you're like, but if I don't eat there, I'm going to be the only one not eating and it's going to be terrible. Or maybe you're going on some sort of trip, but you've been killing it on your diet and you know that if you're not consistent when you're on the trip, you come back and you blow it. And you think, well, geez, but if I don't get to eat on this trip, because we always go to this pizza place when we're in New York, you've got to release all that implied regret and understand that we're not talking about a life experience here. We're talking about a meal. I don't know how many people I talk to in a year, they'll travel to New York and they're like, Tony, you don't understand. When I go to New York, I have to eat this pizza piece of pizza at this place because every time I go there eating, if I don't eat it, I'm going to have a terrible time in New York. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You can get pizza anywhere and there's good pizza everywhere. If you don't eat that piece of pizza, if you actually didn't, if it didn't, if you couldn't work it into your calories that day, what's the big deal? It's just pizza. It's not like you're climbing a mountain or scuba diving it to the deepest that you've ever dove. It's it's none of that. You're not like hang gliding off of a mountain. It's not a life experience. And so stop convincing yourself that it's going to be this big loss. If you go to some event or you're with friends and you're the only one that doesn't eat or drink because you don't have calories left for the day and you're deciding to be consistent and committed to what you're doing, when that meal is over and you did not eat because you couldn't work that in, you're not going to feel regret. Think about it. When you have followed through, you'll have just the opposite feeling. You'll be proud of yourself. If, hypothetically, and we don't preach this, on, on Thanksgiving and Christmas when people go eat turkey uh, and they have a big meal, we don't encourage people not to eat during that. We teach people how to eat at those events and stay within the calories that they'll need for the day and what their plan is for the day. We want you to eat at those, but hypothetically, if you could not eat on one of those difficult days, like let's say Thanksgiving, and you followed through, and you've been following through for let's say months, and you didn't break your momentum, that wasn't the day that sunk the ship for you. You don't end that day going, oh, I can't believe I didn't eat on Thanksgiving. You just don't care because it's just a meal. It's not a life experience. It's just food. So remove that implied regret. Follow through with what your plan is. 
All right, so I told you I was going to give you four, but I'm going to give you one more tip. Tip number five. And this is probably the most important of all the tips. And that is, if you want to have success losing during this time of the year or any time of the year, during a time where you have different cha difficult challenges or you have no challenges at all, one of the things that you should do right away is stop looking for tips. There is no secret to losing weight. There is no magic pill or gadget or any of that. The secret has always been the same. And it's not going to be what you think, but I'm going to tell you what it is. You're thinking that it's diet and exercise, and that is partially true. For the average person, okay, it should be just diet and exercise. If you eat the amount of calories that you need and you exercise so that you're improving your health, you can expect to lose weight. But for the average person, there is one extra thing needed. And when I say average person, I'm talking probably 98% of the world. There's a, well, no, it's not 98% because there's, if 72% of the nation are, are overweight or obese, that means 20, if 72% of the nation, sorry, is overweight or obese, that means that there's 28% of the nation that is able to control their weight, which would mean 72% of the nation is having trouble with this. Those people need one more thing. And what that thing is, is it's accountability. They need some way to get past those moments where they won't follow through on their own. And there are so many of those moments when you look at all of these outside sources that are coming at you, the people, the events, the, the, the time of year, all the things at work, the stress. The third thing that you need is you need some sort of accountability, which is what we provide here. We teach you how to do all this, but we hold you accountable so that you'll Follow through with the things that you've committed to long enough until you get good at it. So that is the fifth tip. Stop looking for tips. Stop looking for a watch or something you can download or some gadget and understand that the secret has always been get control of your food, get control of your exercise, and create some sort of routine where there is accountability to help you get through the moments that you would not get through yourself. And that accountability, it needs to be somebody besides a husband or a wife or a friend, because you're going to find that your friends will support you when it's convenient for them, that you'll find that'll be a fact. And your spouse is not going to support you at all, because if they did and they tell you, hey, what is going on with you? Why do you have your hand in the bag of Cheetos there? Jeez, I've never seen you eat that much. You're looking a little fatter. What's the fatter today. What's going on? If your spouse was to say something like that, that's it. You can't be married anymore. So you've got to get somebody that will hold you accountable to follow through with what you're actually committed to. All right, guys, we're done with this podcast. I hope that you have tons of success during the holidays. And if you ever want to talk to us and ask us, ask us some questions about what we're doing, as of this recording, this is the end of our 17th year, and we have success like you've never seen. Use the tips that I said, especially the one about not using tips. And have a great holiday season. I hope you lose a bunch going into the end of this year. And I hope it propels you into a super successful and healthy next year.